We pick up at the top of uh, 22, uh, Chaf Bet. Uh, we had been discussing all the secondary arayot, and we'd mentioned yesterday in the Brata that uh, Rabbi Chia added on uh, another six, and, and here we have them. Tanda Devei Rabbi Chia. Rabbi Chia taught uh, the following Ashniot uh, as well. Shlishi bimino shebibito. Uh, the third generation from your son and daughter, your great-grandchildren, uh, and it says, uh, um, and, and also from your v'shebein ishto, v'shebebat ishto, and also from your wife's son and your wife's daughter, are your wife's uh, great-grandchildren, uh, it says they all shnir, uh, and, and, and also revia shebemachemiv v'shebechamoto, and also the fourth generation from your father-in-law and your mother-in-law, your wife's great-grandmother's uh, uh, going upwards, uh, it says Shnia, they're all Shniot. Okay, if you want to look at the, the pictures, uh, pictures 127 to 132 uh, are, are the um, uh, pictures uh, to have a look at over there, but it's not uh, essential for, for uh, understanding the, the, the concept. You just got to understand that, uh, I mean, to, to, to understand the concept, you just have to, to work out that Rebecca added those on. Okay, Amalai Ravina Ravashi. Now, just on this brata, Ravina says to Ravashi, uh, it says, you know, why, why uh, it says, Mashna Lamala, in terms of going up, uh, you talk about your wife's great grandmother, uh, it says, uh, you counted your wife uh, in, <coughs> in that. Uh, that. Those are cases, um, uh, uh, you know, the one, uh, I mean, um, your two and three, sorry, uh, and it says Umayakoshana uh, Lamata. When it goes down, uh, it counted Lo Kashivla Leshto. You didn't count uh, your wife. You only talked about uh, the third generation. You said your son and your daughter, the third generation. But uh, before you had mentioned your wife plus three generations above her. So we said Lamala. Uh, so the, that, that's just a question on the actual bright itself. And the answer is Lamala Disura Mikuach Leshto. Uh, when you're going upwards, uh, that uh, it's, uh, you, you, when you count your wife, uh, it says ka'ati, uh, you added on an extra generation, uh, they're your wife's generation, ka'ashivla, so then you added those on. Alamata, disura love, mikuachishto, but uh, lower down, uh, going downward, down generations, uh, that's only, uh, it's, it's not uh, the, from the power of your wife, they're all your generations as well, uh, your own relatives, ka'ati, uh, uh, doesn't come from your wife, the power of your wife, law, Kashivla, so it wasn't counted. Uh, so Gomorrah says, Vahai, Benishto, Ubatishto, but it did say um, your, your wife's son and your wife's daughter, uh, the, the, those were cases three and four. Um, the Sura Mikwach Ishto, Kaati, Standard Law, Kashivla, still they're coming from your wife. And uh, it, it wasn't enumerated uh, a fourth generation over there. Uh, and the Gomorrah says, no, stylistic purposes. I did Tanish Lushadarot, Lamata Diday, already taught three generations below uh, yourself and, uh, it, it, uh, and below. Uh, and it says, Veloch Kashiv, and it didn't count her. Taninami Shoshadarot, Lamata, it also counted three generations above. Dida Veloch Kashva, and it counted three generations above, didn't count her as well. Okay, just a stylistic um, uh, point over there. All right, um, and uh, now another question uh, on this. Uh, it says, Amalai Rav Ashi, Rav Kahana, Rav Ashi asks Rav Kahana, Shneot Devei Rabbi Chia, Yesh Lehem Hefsek, Wain Lehem Hefsek. With regard to these uh, these generations of uh, Rabbi Chia, uh, th- these extra Shneot, uh, do they have uh, a Hefsek to them? Uh, remember we had yesterday, um, 
uh, a concept which we're going we're gonna to quote now. Rav had mentioned uh, four women have a conclusion. He says, uh, but uh, the other four mentioned. Oh, well, we'll see. Now, uh, does, does the relationship continue? Obviously, biologically, uh, you can't go uh, beyond a certain uh, point in time. Just uh, w- women can't. You, you, you can maybe go t- uh, a few generations back uh, w- with a, a grandmother and then a great-grandmother and maybe even a great-great-grandmother. But beyond that, practically, uh, you're not going to um, uh, be able to uh, um, you know, have... Um, you're not going to coexist in the world at the same time. Uh, anyway, however, but in theory, do they, do they have a hefsek or don't they have a hefsek? Or do they go back all generations uh, as well? So uh, th- that's the question, or all generations above and below forbidden. And uh, the answer is Tashma. Uh, we try and answer that we, we're from a bright we had yesterday. My um, Rav, Rav said, Abba Nashim, Yeshlehem Hefsek. There are four uh, women that have a Hefsek. And we, we saw uh, in, uh, yesterday uh, that discussion. Uh, where Rav had mentioned he said he had three in his hand and we, we, we try to work out why he didn't have the fourth. Uh, those were all the pictures. We said that generation uh, has a, uh, um, a, a, a problem, but then the following generation wouldn't have had a problem. Uh, we had uh, those the couple of sets of pictures where we had the, uh, on the top, we had the one, uh, the forbidden generation, then we in, in inserted a person, then there was another generation, no problem. Okay, but two law, uh, and, and that was it, and there were no more. Uh, it says, uh, and, and maybe that's it, so maybe only four women uh, have a hefsek. Uh, and, and not the others, so maybe these don't. Uh, no, the Gemara answers, Rav, Rav says, Lahi Madnita. No, that was only in, in terms of that brighter, and not talking about all Shniot uh, as well. So there's no answer there. Tashma, let's try again. Uh, it says, Shlishi Ravi. Uh, it says the bright had said the third generation from his son and daughter and the fourth generation from his father-in-law and mother-in-law uh, that was our bright that we just had now uh, so maybe Davka Shlishi Ravi in third and fourth generation yes Tfailor uh, but more than that no uh, and the Gemara says no not necessarily Dilma Mishlishi Ve'elach it could mean, um, obviously, those are forbidden, but from the third and fourth generation, even from the third and fourth generation, they are forbidden as well. Okay, the Gomorrah leaves it dangling. And moves on uh, into another concept of Shniot, but uh, we're just going to get about to get to another Mishnah, which uh, does not, um, uh, uh, you know, no longer deals with Shniot, a new, a new topic altogether. Uh, but now, a little bit more, where it says, Amalei Ravala Rav Nachman. Rav says to Rav Nachman, Chazimar. Did the, rab- did the master see uh, these rabbis that came from the west, I Eretz Yisrael, and they said uh, in the west, and they said, we, we asked uh, in the west, it says, if a person converts, uh, are his uh, previous relatives uh, that are, you know, is there such a thing as uh, when it comes to Gairim? Uh, would a Gair be not allowed to marry? Uh, any of these uh, women that the rabbis had mentioned uh, in, uh, in in the um, you know, as, as Shniot over there. What what is his uh, gear status in that regard? Amalai, <coughs> uh, yeah, he says, listen, uh, I don't know if I've, I've seen that rabbi or not. You know, he didn't he didn't uh, give him an answer because he was asked that question. He says, listen, hashta um, erva gufa. Um, you know, the the, the fact is, uh, if it wasn't uh, for uh, the fact that uh, a, a non-Jew, uh, from, from a point of erva, um, 
uh, in theory, because as we're going to see, there's uh, um, one of the places we quoted all over Shas, uh, but here it says explicitly uh, that uh, a, a convert that converts, a dummy, a non-Jew that converts is essentially like a newborn child, and as a newborn child. Um, uh, he severs his family relationships. So therefore, in theory, he could get married to his sister. Uh, no problem. Uh, obviously, you would have to say that she would convert as well, uh, but that would uh, uh, be, be perfect because then they're, they're actually there's no f- familial relationship between the two. However, uh, the reason we don't allow such behavior, uh, it says, uh, because the non-Jew would come and say as follows, Kamura, uh, he says no. When I was when I was a non-Jew, he says then I could uh, I was totally forbidden from marrying my sister. That would be defined as incest. And now uh, and that was a high level of holiness. Now I come to Judaism uh, and uh, I'm allowed to marry my sister. So you can see that uh, uh, the, the 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 Judaism is is more lenient uh, and, uh, and and a lower level of holiness than. A, uh, then uh, and, and my non-Jewish uh, previous religion. Okay, so obviously that, that wouldn't be uh, <coughs> ideal. So in theory, you could permit it. Practically, we don't. Uh, and that is why we, we say uh, that you, you can't have something more permissive in the Jewish religion uh, than uh, in um, a non-Jewish religion. Okay, so therefore... So that he wouldn't have that. Uh, I've, I've come. I've gone down in, in holiness when I converted. No, you're going up in holiness. Lord Azru Rabbanan. And that situation is only because of those things that are considered erva. Um, uh, that uh, that even in those things that are considered erva, the rabbis just did it for the for the sake of this principle. However, shniot uh, uh, When it comes to shniot, uh, the rabbis just added on these extra levels of holiness uh, for the Jewish people. Those four different uh, descriptions, as we had, uh, I mean, four different discussions uh, as to why we added on shniot the four different sources. Uh, but really, it was to to separate us um, uh, from uh, and, and, and to make us more holy. So here, when it comes to <coughs> Uh, the non-Jews have no problem uh, with their shniot uh, and, and therefore as a result well, the rabbi is going to come along and uh, um, extend it to, to, to do it over there and, and, and here uh, there's no the whole point of shniot is that you don't come to violate a Torah prohibition and here there's no Torah prohibition whatsoever uh, for this non-Jew <laughs> to marry whomever he wants okay so uh, Rav Nachman uh, says logically it absolutely uh, doesn't apply Okay, so that is the answer. Uh, and now Rav Nachman continues. I'm Rav Nachman Garim. Once we're talking about non-Jews, now it's come to our hands. Uh, let us say something about converts. Uh, okay, uh, brothers from the same mother, uh, because we are sure that they came from the same mother. We saw them. Uh, we saw the mother pregnant, and then we saw the mother pregnant again. Right. So we know that they uh, uh, come from the same mother. They definitely uh, there's the maternity. Uh, there's a, a 100% maternity over here. Uh, and uh, when they convert, they are not allowed to testify together. Also, uh, because of the fact that um, and, and, you know, the, uh, the people could get confused that uh, uh, the brothers could testify. However, uh, 
However, if they did testify, uh, we do rely on the fact that uh, they are like newborn converts, uh, newborn babies, and therefore uh, they are allowed to testify. However, when they are from the father, okay, and uh, because we assume, uh, at least definitely in the times of the Gomorrah, uh, that the, uh, the, the father, we don't know uh, who the real father is. He could be the person uh, that says he's the father, but it could be uh, that the woman was promiscuous and slept around and it's not really the real father. Amirin, uh, and they can testify, they could even testify initially, uh, because once they convert, uh, they lose their family ties, and anyway, uh, we're not sure who their real father was. Okay, Amayma says, no, Afilo Achim Minaim. Uh, we're not worried about that. Even uh, maternal half-brothers could also testify. No problem uh, with that. Uh, and, uh, and, and that's it. All right, so um, that is my uh, view. All right, and the Gemara says, So surely, uh, you know, what is the case? We just got finished saying that uh, a non-Jew is going to say, listen, I was able to do this and I was able to do that. And uh, aren't people going to get confused? Uh, also, the other uh, prohibition actually is that people say, oh, uh, if the non-Jew can marry uh, uh, this person that's so close to him, I didn't know. I thought it was forbidden. Maybe I can also uh, engage in a relationship with them. Obviously, marriage won't take effect um, because uh, if it's a, a real elva, uh, if it's not a real elva, and it's just you know, and, and well, if it is, yeah, if, it's, if, it, if the marriage won't take effect because real elva, but uh, the, the they'll get carried and, and, and the like. So it's not not fun. Uh, to do that. All right. So, any, in any case, uh, what we have, you know, what's the difference between that and Ariot? I mean, and um, testimony and Ariot. Surely, people are going to get confused. And the Gemara says. Erva lechol musura. No, erva. Everyone can see uh, that this person is living with uh, his aunt, uh, for example, and and that would be a big uh, big problem. Uh, it says Edut. When it comes to Edut. Levatin Masura, no, and Aidit is only appearing in the Baitin, not, you don't, it's not, uh, the stuff da- is not done in camera, and, and really the Baitin knows what's going on, and the Baitin knows uh, very well. Uh, the Halakha, they, they, they're well aware of the law. Uh, as, we, as we explained before, big principle uh, in the um, uh, in, in, uh, in the Gomorrah all over that a child, uh, a non-Jew that converts, uh, is like a child uh, that just uh, gets born and, uh, and therefore uh, everything becomes irrelevant. Okay, uh, where exactly is the source uh, of, of this in the Torah? I think it's the Emek Davar uh, comes and says uh, that uh, really when it says uh, uh, go back to your tents after the giving of the Torah uh, you have to, to go back to your tents uh, even though some of them uh, might have been married to, uh, to other women, uh, women that they were, were forbidden to. But now uh, the whole Jewish people underwent a mass conversion uh, and on Har Sinai and as a result uh, became uh, like uh, newborn people uh, and therefore they could go back to their tents and, uh, uh, and, and marry their wives. I think, as I said, that's the, I think it's Emek Tavar uh, um, over there. All right, good. Next, Mishnah. Uh, if anyone has got a brother of any kind okay, the Gemara is going to immediately explain uh, about that, that that is actually a mamza but anyway if you've got a brother in any way, uh, it, uh, it, uh, it uh, will create a, 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 a zika bond uh, with his brother for yibum if, uh, that, uh, if that uh, brother 
um, uh, would, would uh, if, if the if the good brother, uh, the the kosher brother, passed away, uh, the mamza uh, can uh, can uh, you know creates the bond to his wife for for yibum uh, or chalitza, I suppose as well. Okay, and he's his brother in all respects, um, and it says kush uh, except for uh, me. Uh, if your father had relations with a, 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 a Canaanite servant uh, or with a, a, another type of uh, non-Jew, okay, uh, all of these things, uh, that is not defined as your brother. Okay, might, even though you share the same father, um, the child is not related to you. Okay, we'll expand on that. In the Gemara, uh, at length. Okay, Mishiashlo Ben Mikomakom. Also, if you've got a child, uh, if if you yourself have uh, fathered a child in any uh, of any sort, okay, Pote Ishto me. You exempt your wife. Um, the, the brother of your wife. Mina uh, Yibum. You exempt your your uh, the, the father's the child exempts his his father's wife uh, from Yibum. V'chaim amachatov al kalalato and uh, the child even if he hits his father or if he curses his father uh, he is kaiv. Uh, for 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 death, uh, the death penalty, uh, the the you know uh, for for striking or cursing his parents, uh, as mentioned uh, in uh, I think it's Parshat Kedoshim, uh, uh, and then that that you're not allowed to do such a thing. Um, and he's his son in all respects, uh, and also again it gives us you know the Gemara will expand as to explain as to what that actually means. Again, uh, the son in this in this instance uh, is a, a child from uh, this um, uh, this Eved uh, Shivka uh, Arat and a non-Jewish woman okay uh, they are not defined as children okay the Gemara picks up you know so, so what do you mean in all respects uh, at least on, on the case of Yibum uh, the Yivama uh, it, in, in Yibum needs to be done or, or Chalitza uh, it says uh, what, what does it come to add um, it says, and it says, uh, uh, to include a mamzer uh, as, as part of the, the law over here. Pshita, surely that is obvious. Why would you consider achivu? You know, it's, his, it's your brother. Why would you consider otherwise? Now, Maidatema, what might you have thought? Yalif, achva, achva, ibn Yaakov, one of the, um, uh, the, 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 the derivations that we had a few, a few days ago, probably around a week ago now, uh, is achva. Uh, we said that uh, it said brotherhood. Uh, we are brothers, uh, fathers of, of um, you know, uh, sons of one father. And uh, it says once we talked about the uh, achva uh, connection with, uh, with Yaakov uh, and his children, Yadif achva, achva, mimina Yaakov, from the children of Yaakov, Malhalan, same way over there, Kosherin. <coughs> They were all kosher. There was no uh, forbidden relations and uh, there were no mamzerim over there. Law uh, psulin, and they weren't uh, disqualified. They were all kosher, 100%, all 12 of the children. Afkan, Gashayan, Rul Psulin, you might think that uh, here too, uh, for uh, the Yibum to work, um, they all have to be kosher, not pasul. Kamash Milan, no. Uh, even a mamza uh, would be sufficient uh, to cause this woman to fall for Yibam. Why actually don't you say uh, that uh, the brother who's a mamza actually uh, you know, knocks out the thing? You shouldn't uh, have that. Um, 
he shouldn't uh, require such a thing. Kavan, the Indian Yubum, Mepatre, Pitu, Miskak, Nami, Zakik. We say uh, you've got to take it both ways uh, because he is considered a son uh, in respect to. Uh, um, uh, exempting his father, uh, exempting the mother uh, from um, uh, uh, Yibum, uh, you see him as a son. So too, uh, you have to say on the, on the same point, it also causes uh, Yibum to have to take place uh, if um, the, the, the kosher brother dies without children. Okay, uh, and it says, V'achiv hu it's his brother in all respects. Okay, um, uh, you know, what, what is that? L'may hilchata l'ireish l'tamelo. Uh, so it says to inherit from him and to become impure uh, for him. So his brother, if he's a, in this case, even though he's a mamzer, uh, he's, he's a, a kohen mamzer. Uh, let's say, and if he is a, uh, the brother is able to become tame uh, for such a, for his own brother. Pshita, uh, surely that is obvious. Again, we say it's his full brother. Why would you consider otherwise? No, what might you have thought? Uh, talking about a, a Kohen, you can't uh, defile yourself for, for uh, people, for matim, uh, except for your Shairo uh, Hakarov uh, love, your, your uh, uh, literally your flesh that is close to him, you know, your, your, uh, your uh, close family. Okay, Vamamar, and Mara said about that, Shairo Zuishto, Shairo, like your flesh that is your wife. Okay, and uh, and it says with your wife, you're not allowed to file yourself um, to uh, you know being a, a husband. Uh, you, you shouldn't um, uh, make yourself impure. Uh, the, this this husband uh, in his in the nation to to defile himself. Okay, that that is that. So in other words, you shouldn't do it. So what is that talking about? There's a husband that's allowed to become tamay for his wife, and the husband is not allowed to become tamay for his wife. Hi, Kate. Said, how would you? Uh, how, what do you? What do you differentiate that between? How do you establish this pasuk? who lishto kashera. He is. Uh, he does make himself tamay for his kosher wife. Vain matamay lishto psula. But if he's forbidden to be married to that wife, uh, then uh, she uh, he does not become impure uh, for, for his wife in that situation. Okay, Hakanami, and so too, what what do you think? Uh, it says, uh, So it's, uh, the, the, if, he's a, if he's a Kohen, he only becomes impure uh, for a brother who's not a, let's say the brother, the Mamza brother dies. You might think the kosher Kohen uh, does not become Tame uh, for him. You might think that it's only a kosher brother he would become Tame for, uh, not a, uh, a non kosher brother, a Mamza brother. Kamash uh, Milan, no. Uh, that that is the, the situation. Okay, it, it says he does become uh, tamay for him, even though you might have had the havamina from before that you might have thought that that wasn't uh, the case. Vaimahakinami, uh, well, why not? Uh, why, why wouldn't you say such a thing? No, hatam la afuke kiyama hacha achivhu. No, before the, the 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 man married this other woman, uh, he married her in sin, uh, and uh, she she really should be divorced uh, from him, and uh, and therefore. Uh, there wouldn't be a um, uh, 
uh, any form of uh, he should get rid of her and that's why we try and make it as hard as possible uh, for him uh, and in this case if she dies we say listen you know uh, you've been living in sin with her the whole time so therefore we'll punish you and uh, um, and, and not allow you to be, be tame yourself for her okay and that's why it doesn't become tame but uh, yeah in this other case uh, he's got a brother okay and the brother's never going to disappear not his fault uh, that uh, uh, the father did what he did and has this mum's uh, brother Okay, quoting the Mishnah, and we say, uh, even if you have a brother born from a, a non-Jewish woman uh, or a, a, a slave woman, what is the reason? Uh, talking at the beginning of Mishpatim, first uh, Aliyah and Mishpatim, it says the wife and the children should belong to her master. In other words, they also, if a woman has relations with ships with this uh, slave woman, uh, the, the the woman belong to her. They are considered slaves as well, and they belong to the master. They do not leave uh, when he leaves. So we say we continue. Mishu Yeshlo Ben Mikol Machom Patur. The Mishnah had said uh, if you've got a son of any type of uh, kind, that is Patur. And Mikol Machom Latuemai. Also, again, the same kind of question. Why do you say in any uh, any shape or form? Amamari Huda Latuemamza. Again, even though your child might be a mamza, uh, still he exempts your wife from Yibum. Ma'atama. What is the reason for that? Amakra Ven Einlo. It says, and he has no son. Part of the the, the verses which deal with Yibum. It says if it's a person who's got no son uh, and it says ayain law so ayain love sorry it means the ayain uh, he does not have a child but it says ayain you should look at him and examine uh, whether he does have a child or not even the mamza uh, would exclude this woman from yibum v'chayev uh, al-makoto a child is chayev uh, for his father am I why would that be uh, actually because karev kan v'nasiba mecha lo ta'or it says you're not allowed to curse a prince a leader amongst your people Okay, uh, and it, what does it mean? Amcha means Bose Masai Amcha. That's only uh, when he is fulfilling the deeds of your people uh, and, and behaving like a, a proper uh, uh, 100% kosher Jewish person as opposed to uh, this uh, bad person over here uh, who has uh, had relations with um, <coughs> uh, someone who is totally forbidden to uh, and, and his father to mamza. So that is, uh, uh, that, that's no good and therefore because he's not acting in the correct way uh, so maybe she should be uh, not liable, the son should not be liable actually for hitting him because uh, he is a Russia. Okay, Ravmapidkas, Mishmada Rav. The answer is Mira Papa. Rapinkas said Madame Rapapa, we had it recently uh, with regard to uh, um uh, the touching uh, Tuma and, 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 and uh, touching Tuma and, and the like we had that at the end of Chagiga uh, where we believe him uh, where, it, where it says a thief when Amaret walks into a house uh, we believe a thief uh, walked into a house and he touches we believe what he touched and we said why do we believe him uh, how could he be believed and uh, the, the Gomorrah gave the answer over there Paul said Shuvah no he wants to return the items he says I didn't touch this I didn't uh, I, 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 I did touch that so, so really what um, we say uh, he must have done tshuva uh, so too uh, this guy has done tshuva after his father this mamza uh, and therefore he is uh, he is entitled to uh, the, the he goes back to being a part of the nation and uh, and therefore is liable if his son hits him about tshuva he can say can you ever have tshuva vatanan again another Mishnah this time again uh, from Chagiga Shimon ben Menasi or Shimon ben Menasi says as you let gone what is 
crooked, the definition of crooked that can't be made straight. <coughs> that is a person who, who has relations with a, an erva, uh, a forbidden relation, and, and has a child from him. So uh, the Gemara says, granted uh, that the child always reminds him of the sin. Who really this person has done shiva? Yes, he's always got the reminder of the child over there, uh, and. Um However, uh, we just, uh, you know, he can't fully uh, rectify what he's done. Uh, the, the still, is, uh, he, he himself has uh, um, rectified what he can in terms of doing tshuva for himself at least. All right, so the Gemara then continues uh, as follows. And uh, there's a whole big suga which uh, goes all the way uh, into tomorrow's daf. <coughs> if you have relations with your sister uh, and is also the daughter of your father's uh, married wife okay uh, it says you are liable uh, for two sin offerings okay one because of your sister and one because of the daughter of your uh, father's wife okay two separate prohibitions mentioned in the Torah you'd be liable for both of them however that is uh, um, uh, uh, that is the rabbis Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda he descends and he says you're only liable because of your sister uh, it says about uh, Aviv, you're not liable for uh, having relations with the daughter of your father's wife. What is the rabbi's reason uh, for that, Amri? Uh, because the verses say, Mikdi. Uh, let's have a look at the thing it's written in the Torah uh, the nakedness of your sister uh, the daughter of your father or the daughter of your mother you're not allowed to uncover uh, that pasuk from uh, uh, that's, that's the one thing and then later on uh, 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 two verses later it says uh, uh, the nakedness of your father's wife's daughter from your father, she is your sister. Uh, so therefore, why do you need it? Lamely, why do I need that? Uh, surely it's the same person. Uh, one is to, to, to make you liable for two prohibitions. One, uh, uh, you know, because she's your sister, and the other one is she's your father's uh, wife's daughter. Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Yehuda, how does he deal with that pasuk? Amakra achot kahi. It says achot kahi. She is your sister, uh, and therefore she is your sister. What does that come to teach? You didn't need uh, to teach uh, us that. It means specifically uh, she. Mishum achoto atamachavo. Only because of the sister relationship. Yatamachavo mishum bat aishet aviv, but not your wife's father's daughter. Okay, so that's that. Rabbanan my achot kahi. So what do they derive from the phrase achot kahi? She is your sister, uh, what do they do with it? Mikdi, they say you get liable for, you know, with, uh, with your sister, also the daughter of your father and the daughter of your mother, uh, because you can't work out stuff uh, logically in the Torah, okay? Even though you've got a Kalva Chomer, uh, and you might think that uh, obviously you would have relations with your father's daughter and also your mother's daughter, how much more so if it's daughter of, if it's just your half sister in this situation, either the daughter of your mother or the daughter of your father, how much more so uh, would you have uh, relations, uh, would you be forbidden to have relations with your full sister, both uh, the, the, mother, the daughter of your father and mother, okay, uh, we say no, uh, that we, we, we had to teach it explicitly uh, because you can't learn uh, um, 
prohibitions from logical arguments. A simple way of understanding ain't onshi minatin is ain't mazivin minatin ain't onshi minatin as well. It's no punish. You can't punish because it could be that your kalvachomer is wrong. Also, another understanding of it is actually sometimes when you do something so wrong that the punishment is not a logical one. For example, it says if you pass some of your children to molech, it says then then you will you will get killed. The death penalty uh, in this world, you get capital punishment uh, if you pass some of your zera uh, lemolech. However, uh, there is another underst- uh, the Gemara derives if you pass all your children uh, to molech, then you don't get the, the punishment. All of your children, you, you go and, for example, uh, assuming it's a, uh, the passing the fire, burning them up, it says uh, you, you don't uh, uh, you don't get the death penalty. So you would say, if logically, if only some of your children would be given to molech, uh, still you get the death penalty how much more so if you did all your children so actually what happens is uh, that uh, the, the, the way it's looked at is that you do something so bad uh, that you don't even get the ability to repent and you don't even get the ability to uh, just have the death penalty down here your punishment is even more severe and Hashem himself will uh, uh, take it out uh, on you in, in, in future okay so, so that is Ein Mazrin Minadin two understandings of uh, one just logical your Kavachoma might be uh, wrong it also could be uh, it, it's not necessarily the correct derivation. All right. Uh, Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda, going back to our sugya, uh, he says, uh, if it was written for that, Imkain, Dr. Ramana Achotka, uh, um, you know, as you just said, your sister. Uh, he, why do you have the extra word he? Lamali. Mishum, achorka Mishum, bat He just restates his position. He says, you're only liable for your sister, but not uh, for your father's wife's daughter. Uh, Rabbanan, so why did the, what do the rabbis do with that? Uh, the extra word he. Uh, it says, uh, even though it's written achorka, your sister, it's strictly miktav he. So that you won't say, uh, so you wouldn't say that uh, really uh, you do uh, derive these uh, 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 punishments from logical uh, things. How so? Uh, so if you would just say uh, your sister, uh, you know, how could you? What, what's the logical thing that you would have said? You might think that uh, it, it, it says your sister, obviously, to teach you that even though you could have derived it uh, by a kavachome, sometimes the Torah writes it. So therefore, you mean it, it writes it dafkehi uh, to teach us uh, that you don't uh, learn out uh, um, uh, that principle from it. It's a principle you learn out other areas uh, in the Torah that sometimes uh, the Torah could, you could learn something out from a kavachome, um, and uh, the rabbis took the trouble to write it. Uh, but yeah. Uh, we don't uh, say that, okay, and uh, and because we don't derive punishments uh, from kavuchomes, okay. Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Huda, imkain niktor achmana lachorchai bedachra. So it should have said you should have written the the the, the of your sister, uh, you know, and uh, and. Um, uh, and, and the daughter of your in, in the same pasuk that says the daughter of your father, daughter of your mother, and not et- and in a separate pasuk uh, talking about the daughter of your father's wife. Okay, uh, still a bit mid but here is not a bad place to stop. Uh, everyone should have a great day.